Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Black Adam, the new film from DC. Uh, and we will, of course, get to that at the end of the show. So if you're worried about spoilers and because you haven't seen it yet, don't worry. Uh, wait about 30 minutes or so, and uh, that's when we're going to get to it. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. That's right. So uh, before we get to Black Adam, which will be a spoiler-filled review, um, we're going to do the news. So Dylan, what'd you find this week? Tell me. Play it on me. Okay. First, I have some box office news. And Ooh, I haven't done it in a while, but I feel like this one's supposed to be like the big return of DC, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so oh, I you know, I actually have no idea how this is performed, so I'm very curious. Yeah, I think this one's worth taking a look at because this is the first one in a long time where they've like put everything into promoting it. You know what I mean? Especially like, up against a debuting horror franchise the week bef- the week prior. I feel yeah. like Halloween probably was. Which that one had an abysmal first week and an even worse second week. Like, Ooh. like I think it did eight million this week, something like that. Wow. It should be like, you know, fifty something. Yeah, like no that. kidding. Really, really terrible. The the simultaneous release really kills it, and it being of bad. Course. I think with that too. Well, not objectively bad, but you know what I mean. Poorly received. Right. Uh, that combination. <laughs> how, poli- how political? Isn't, isn't a good uh, mix for high sales, but this one, I mean. Everything led to it having like a really good opening weekend. I think say what you will about The Rock, but he like promotes the heck out of yes, his he movies. Does. You know what I mean? And I think I've seen him more promoting this than anything else. It's like an insane amount of uh like coverage just from him alone. And like even on our end, we you know we did a scavenger hunt, we did giveaway items, we gave away 120 tickets, which is a ton compared to other things. And, oh yeah. Um, they've just done like gone overboard with this, but um, the opening weekend in the U.S. was sixty-seven million, and to put that into perspective, wow. it ranks in between um, Aquaman, which was sixty-seven point eight, and Shazam, which is fifty-three point five. Um, wow. Aquaman went on to make a billion, but it had like a really like a low drop the next week, only twenty-three percent, which is like. Most movies have about 50, which is still a win, you know? So Aquaman had, like, it, it played for a really long time, you know? Right. It had legs, as they say. Um, right, absolutely. But it, it didn't make as much as, you know, Aquaman, Justice League, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, BVS, or Man of Steel. Um, well, that makes sense. And to put that in Marvel perspective, um, Black Adam was at 67, Thor, Love and Thunder was 144, Doctor Strange was 187, No Way Home was 260, um those are the most recent uh marvel movies right so it's like i feel like there's no reason that this shouldn't be more like on par with a marvel movie you know what i mean Mm -hmm. other than the fact that they've earned like a dedicated audience you know what you mean more on par with a marvel movie in terms of you think it should have made the box office i think it should have made more 67 seems pretty soft to me it's the highest the rock has ever made um okay well, and that's, like that's a win, but like, why why did Aquaman do better? You know, like well, Aquaman the Rock is pre COVID, right? Pre COVID, yeah, but things like things are, you know, right. breaking through. Like Spider Man No Way Home was two sixty, made and this was sixty seven. You know, obviously, this is not not in any world going to make as much as when the three Spider Mans get together. You know, that's like sure not yeah, a but fair why didn't comparison. it crack a hundred or as much as Thor three, Thor four, right? 
Yeah, it's interesting because he's supposed to be like one of the last quote last remaining like big movie stars that can like bring in a box office no matter what you know right um so i think the promotion the like the good audience score all that should have led it to being like a big commercial hit but it doesn't look like it's going to be which is kind of weird to me well i mean um, I, I mean it, it outperformed or it beat halloween which i mean halloween wasn't great as you said but um i guess that's a win <laughs> it's it uh is it the best month is it the best it was number in one a while um, I don't know about that. Like, I'm not sure. It, like, I wonder. Like, yeah, I don't know. But it might be the best one since Thor. Um, okay. But I was talking to someone uh, recently who works in the industry, and they were talking about how much of a struggle it is with nothing coming out. Yep. Um, and it was like, you know, we were, we don't think of it as much as, uh you know casual fans who don't work in the industry but like i'm paying for this movie theater subscription to amc and i'm really only seeing one a month maybe like i got one for black adam and i'm going to i saw halloween last week so that's you know that's two but i don't mm -hmm. think i saw anything in theaters in september yeah it's definitely more rare and i think people regularly like you even go way more than you know, 99% of, of right. America who goes well, to three a year, you know? So, right. I mean, I know it was a Monday, so we're recording this on Monday. I saw um, Black Adam today at one o'clock. I understand it's one o'clock on a Monday, so not the ideal time, but there was like nobody in that theater either. Again, yeah, it was had, Monday at one, so there's that too. I had the opposite of experience, but for other reasons, it was the pre-screening and people oh. were fighting over seats and it was oh, packed God. and... Um, it, had, it definitely has its dedicated fans. I will say that, you know, and um, I also, think with I think maybe part of the reason is people with only going to a couple a year. I think they do look at Rotten Tomatoes and they see that this has a 40 percent and they're like, I'll skip it. You know? 39 now. Oh, really? OK, well, mm -hmm. it does. They do boast their 90 percent. I don't know if it's still that, but they boast their audience so score. Um, That can be. You know, both of them can be like, you know, a little fudged, but um, especially the audience score can. Um, of course. Cinema, cinema score is way more reliable. Uh, Black Adam got a B plus. Hey, that's that's not bad. It's not, but it ties for the second worst MCU cinema score ever, sure. which was Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, um, but I so mean. It's out of. But for the know, DC for, normative, you know what I mean? Like, for the. That's not bad. I'll take I'll take a B plus. Because what I'd have to look at the other rankings, but I think that's bad even for DC. But I could be wrong. Like Aquaman's. Oh yeah, Aquaman's. Aquaman's an A minus. Yeah, I think it's probably on par with like Wonder Woman eighty four and. Oh okay. Suicide Squad maybe. I don't know. Let's see, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is a B plus. Yeah okay. You were correct. It's rare, you know, people are very easy to please, Michael, which is a good thing. I'm envious of that. It's rare for things to get below an A, like a big action movie like this. Right. And then Suic horror Suicide movies, for whatever reason, always get bad scores. I don't know. Both Suicide Squads were B pluses. Okay, so there you go. That's how it's being received hmm. by the general audiences around those, which are divisive in their own right, you know? Of course. But it, it will, like... Like we said, Aquaman opened about the same and went out to make a million billion dollars. So we'll see you next week.
maybe maybe it's got those legs you know good word of mouth with the good audience score it's possible right um things aren't very stable at dc either though um walter <laughs> hamada who is the head of dc we've the writing's been on the wall for a very long time that he's leaving and we've talked about it a bit but he is now officially gone deadline had a big um article about it um which is weird it's kind of like an article about like his last day which weird. they don't normally do but it seems like a little celebratory um they said uh he packed up his office and hasn't been part of creative meetings um for a while and he wasn't at the black adam premiere even though he produced that and um hmm. it's kind of a big deal because he's been he's been with wb for 15 years and he's been doing the dc movies for the past four so i think clearly that's what that's a risky job to take i think you know taking a star war or a yeah. dc is is kind of scary well yeah well yeah anything related to those properties is just so it's, it seems to be like a hornet's nest for all sorts of like, creatively like look at edgar wright who we know is a good director talented and all that but you know had to had to walk away from ant-man or yep. be ejected from ant-man whatever it was um you know like and then his thing never came out so he didn't get the online ire but he got he's you have to have a certain you have to be built different to do the uh the big studio big budget blockbusters yeah, it's whether that's like, for good or for ill, I don't know. But yeah, it's definitely interesting. But Walter Mott, I think most DC fans are celebrating that he's gone. But I don't know. Some people aren't. He apparently he's been. They offered him a, a producing deal at Warner Brothers, which is what a lot of like the big CEOs like fall back on. Like that's what Amy Pascal did. She's in charge of Sony Marvel now. Um, okay. She got fired after her email, the big Sony leak, and she was being like racist and of course. You know, a lot of problematic emails came out. So then they put her in charge of Sony uh, Spider-Man stuff and she's driving there. Um, so they offered him a similar deal, a producing gig, and he said no. Um, apparently he's uh, been soured, um, you know, on Warner Bros. in general after the decision to scrap Batgirl in the middle of production. No kidding. Yeah, so I, I imagine so. It's hard to pick like who's the hero here, you know. I think the answer is none, probably. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. He also has like all the uh, controversy with Ray Fisher, Cyborg, saying that he enabled Joss Whedon and Jeff Johns, and I don't know. It's like it's so messy. It's a, it's a big mess, and I really, I mean, I we don't, we unfortunately don't know all enough about it, right? We don't know. The, a lot of important details i feel like but what we do know sounds really bad right with the walter hamada and or not with i'm sorry with the with the cyborg stuff um, yeah with that it seems to me like walter hamada is like the parent and the and he i don't think he can say yeah ray fisher you're right the director and the writer of this huge movie suck you know because that would be right. like it's not being like a very like team player. I think he like tried to play both sides and kind of came out. Right. As like didn't work out for him. The bad guy. Yeah. Right. Maybe well, he'll land somewhere else and do something do we, good. Do we know? <laughs> do we know who's taking his place? No, they don't know. Yeah. Why well, maybe they? they do. Maybe they do. And we don't, but last we heard they were still scrambling for someone. So Zack Snyder. Don't say that. I mean, what if? What if well, someone... you know, it's not. I mean, <laughs> it's not. Um, 
Were you being kombucha girl just now? Yes, um, I was. Thank you. It's not uh, not in the realm of possibility. Let's say that based yeah, on the I, after credit scene of uh, Black Adam. I was going to say, right. I, we'll get to that. But yeah. Um, okay. I got one more big one. Yes. I wasn't expecting this, but we got an Ant-Man and Wasp. Just, yeah, right? It dropped as I was walking into the the theater today. It was like, but I saved it to watch it at home on the TV. You didn't get it in your Black Adam, no. did you? Okay. No, God, no. Unfortunately. I got Mario, well, though. Oh, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> it was... Okay, so, yeah, this trailer just kind of surprise drop. I thought it was going to drop in front of Wakanda Forever, which that, is yes. only a couple weeks away. Seems like that makes more sense, but I'm not sure what happened here. Um, I... You go first. Um. Okay. I, I have mixed feelings. I liked it, Um. mostly. I, I, I don't really have a lot of problems with it. It just, it seems like, um, no, you know what? I don't, I don't have any problems with the trailer itself. Um, I just don't really care about the franchise so much. I mean, I'm going to see it and I like the previous two to a point. I like the first one a lot and I like the second one fine. Um, yeah, I, I, I really think Ant-Man is be- at this point better in other things than, his own yeah. property unless we're moving in this unless this is the catalyst to move away from Paul Rudd as Ant-Man and something else is happening I don't know um but the trailer was fine um yeah I mostly agree with that I thought it was fine it looked I I've been like a little critical of Peyton Reed who directed the last two movies I thought uh-huh. the first one um like I think where it shined most was from Edgar Wright's like script the leftover could... script yes yeah, you could see the, oh, like yes, his personality there. And then when that wasn't there in Ant-Man and Wasp, I feel like it's one of the weakest Marvel movies. Right. That being said, it's still passable because I think all the Marvel movies are decent, but like it's very low on the ranking for me. And I feel like Peyton Reed has no like distinct vision or I don't think I'd be able to pick out one of his movies. You know what I mean? Oh, no um, way. No way. So I'm not a, I'm not a big fan, and I feel like this is no different. And in fact, I thought the trailer was trying to be very Guardians of the Galaxy, which was it. You know what? You're, now that you say that, it does. It did. It did feel that way, and it did feel a little, I guess, paint by numbers or a little generic, maybe. Which is what Ant Man the Wasp was, in my opinion. But, right. And the CGI, this it had a lot of. It was all CGI. It was an animated film, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Which maybe that'll be good. We got no Modoc. I was hoping we get a Mod- look at Modoc, but there yeah, was the heck? there was none. But we did get Jonathan Majors as Kang. Yes, I thought he did. looked super cool. He looked awesome. Um, I also got. He... Uh, oh yeah, I saw the Creed trailer for the first time and it had him in it too. Oh yeah, yeah, that one but looks really good. It does. But yeah, apparently he's not in the movie a lot. But Kang? we'll see. Yeah, and this is not a like criticism of the trailer but i thought the i think the poster looks really fan-made which is weird i don't like the poster. i don't even know if i know what the poster looks like i can um, send it to you but yeah, um i, I want to see that uh i am excited for cassie lang i like uh i like that actress um i can't remember her name you know her uh, yeah oh you know her. oh yeah that does look like a fan-made trailer with a uh, kang holding them in his hand or whatever looks like boss logic or something yeah right it looks no offense to boss logic but Sure, it doesn't look like a Marvel poster, which might yeah. be a good thing because a lot of the posters do look kind of samesies. True. So I maybe think my problem is that the lighting on his mouth isn't the same light source as what's on his face. 
So it looks really like pieced together. You know what I mean? Right. Amateur. Yeah. Amateur hour here. Um, hmm. It takes a lot to make Jonathan Majors not look cool, you know? And then right. They did yeah. That. Um, yeah. This, it's unfortunate there's not a lot to talk about from the trailer because it was just kind of like they it get was sucked a- into the quantum realm and then there's like weird stuff happening. That's a it. super cut of stuff. And Kang shows up and jokes. I like Hope's short hair. Yeah. Her, wa- her wasp pixie cut. That's cool. Yeah. Um, really hunting I, for things. I, Bill Murray. I, there's, uh, there's not a lot to say about it. Like, it. it I mean, visually it's fine. It, it, But like we said, it does look kind of by the book. Um, I'm sure it won't be. I'm sure there will be some surprises here as they seem to have been getting a little bit more bold with their choices, um, at least with the Disney Plus. So there's mm-hmm. a possibility that that carries over to the films. Uh, I hope so. We got a super brief look at Bill Murray, and I don't envy Marvel with this situation because he's like in a lot of hot water right now. Oh, um, is he? Yeah, his last movie that he was doing in April, they like had to halt production because he had like um like assault allegations for like a oh someone on set a staff member oh boy he, like straddled her and kissed her it was like it was oh, gross wow. stuff okay so they stopped making the movie um and then like and then everyone started bringing up his old stuff like of course lucy, the lucy lou incident and stuff like that so he's just like kind of in hot water right now you know what i mean sure so they did like they did the army hammer in you know death on the nile treatment where it's like a quick little look and that's it we're not gonna <laughs> We're not gonna really promote it. We're not gonna advertise that he's in this. Yeah, I doubt we'll get a lot from him. Um, that he might even have a reduced role in the movie. We'll see. I mean, they they could just do the whole you know all the money in the world thing, right? If he's barely in the movie already. Yeah, you I know, think... just just replace him, or the uh, I guess a more recent would be Tignataro in Army of the Dead, right? When she replaced uh whoever it was, Crystalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's like a corporation, I think. So they're only going to do that if they think they're going to lose money. Sure. And I don't think they're, I don't think it's like that widely known. I don't think they would lose too much money. It's not an Ezra Miller situation. So I think, sure. I think they're just going to try and like forget about it and move on. Hopefully, yeah. They hope everybody forgets. Yeah. Yikes. We've got a few months to go, but that's all I got. Okay. Well, let's hear about that life sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, Dylan has an addendum. An extra. A good one, though. A good um, one. Yeah, the live sale tonight is going to be all or almost all half off books. There's some new like CGC, you know, um, full right. price books, but the vast majority of the books are all 50% off and we pulled some really good ones. So um, and there's extra books. So it's like supersized and it's half off. Well, because the uh, half you... off is the half off books are going to go fast. So you got to yeah. be quick on the claims. That's why there's more books. It's great. Yeah. 
and then if you go- can't yeah. watch it, you can just watch, do the cover time album after the show and comment on the photos and secure, secure your books that way. And then come into the stores for the half off back issue sale and everything else is on sale as well. What this is coming, that? Uh, I don't know, man. Sometime. Oh. Uh, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that is the 29th, nope, 28th, 29th, 30th, and then 31st if you come in and costume. costume. Yeah. Everything and, is on sale. And I am very liberal with my definition of costume, so come on in. I will... I love to see it. I love to see. I love to see what people come in and say. You know, funny, funny hat and glasses. Sure, you know, let's do it. I'm about it. But I agree. An, anyway, um, let's. You know what? Before we get to my news, we're gonna do the picks of the week. Before yeah. we forget, because we might. It's very possible. I don't even know if we it did will. it last week. We might not have had. Um, my pick is from Opus Comics. I am pick. They're the ones that do a lot of the music stuff. Uh, them okay. NZ two to uh music stuff i'm doing um picking halloween number one um 80s uh death metal band and sometimes synthy metal band depending on how they're feeling has a comic coming out that looks really cool has a very exciting cover um i have not gotten to see it yet but i'm all about it and i like the halloween aesthetic um so make sure you check that out that's cool it's a they're they're the godfathers of melodic speed metal oh yeah, yeah i love that yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know you're into it, Dylan. So I know it, mm-hmm. that was for the audience, not for you. I already knew you are well versed in Halloween. Yeah, it's rare where I look over on my Spotify and see what you're listening to and don't know what it is. You know, I always. Oh know. yeah. Oh, I yeah. know. Um. Anyway, my pick is Riddler Year One. It's a new DC uh, added continuity book. I think it's in the Reeves verse, and it's written by Paul Dano. Um. And it's a Riddler origin with art okay. by Stefan Subic. And lots of people have been looking forward to this book. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm intrigued. I've, I've had a lot. I'm, I, I'm interested. I, I do. I'm always curious about like actors who have uh, gained some sort of authorship over a role, you know, and now this is literally becoming true authorship. Right. So it's very interesting. So we'll see how mm-hmm. this goes. We'll see. All right. My news. First, uh, we're gonna we have a non-gaming, non-wrestling, non-horror news. We got a weird one. We got what? Mountain Mountain Dew news. Oh, I don't know, Dylan. Have you tried? Did it? you get your costume? No, oh. they they didn't have it. Um, have you tried this year's Voodoo? You know I haven't, Dylan. Come on, it's so <laughs> intriguing. It's the mystery Halloween flavor. This is Voodoo Four. That wasn't a positive review. It's a mystery flavor, Dylan. This is the fourth year they've done it. Um, and they're going to reveal finally what the flavor is, um, this Halloween. So, and they're also going to re-release, the they're going to re-release the, uh, the previous years as a, as a four pack. So go out and, and what were those? Um, <laughs> what were they Dylan? Uh, they were 2019 was candy corn, uh, 2020 in 2021 were fruit candy explosion and fruit chew candy. So Skittles and Starburst. Uh-huh. So this one, you know, Dylan, I have one right here that I am currently drinking and it's doesn't taste. It's weird. I don't know. I would recommend go, go and pick it up. If you, if you find it, they, they sell it in individual bottles as well as a 12 pack of cans. Try it. It's weird. Maybe I will, but I probably won't. No, I'll send you one of transfers. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, 
on to the real news. Um, we have some horror news. Uh, I don't know if you saw um, Konami had a big uh, press deal. Everybody's got their own like press day now where they're just doing, mm-hmm. you know, Star Wars Day or whatever, or their own <laughs> equivalent of it. So, yeah, Konami, D23, yeah, D23, thank you. Right. But like everybody's doing it. So, Konami yeah. did one um, and they announced a new Silent Hill film. Which is interesting because we had the last one was uh, like boy like two thousand six, maybe, um, and there's not a trailer per se as there is like a five minute hype video of them talking about it and they got the original director of the original film uh, Christoph Gans back. Which did you ever see the original Silent Hill film? I like it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if it's good, but like it's it hits the notes of what you want out of a Silent Hill film, right? It it definitely captured the vibe. And they're going to be adapting Silent Hill 2, which is exciting to me. Um, so I'm I'm on board. I think this is really cool. They showed some concept art from the from the film. Um, we don't know when this is coming out or anything like that, but definitely exciting news for me. Um, do you play the game, Dylan? Nope. Oh, awesome! But I know this was a big deal. It was trending on Twitter a lot. The, was this it whole presentation? Yeah. Cool. Well, I like it a lot. Um, I watched the movie. We have some Doctor Who, big, big Doctor Who news. Um, if you if you care about Doctor Who spoilers, I guess skip ahead a few minutes. Um, you've been warned. So David Tennant is confirmed as the 14th Doctor. Um with uh I forget how to pronounce his first name. Shuti Gatwa. Shuti Gatwa, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you got me on that one. Thank you. Um, is going to follow him uh, as I guess the fifteenth Doctor. So we don't know the full. But tenants in three episodes, right? Yeah. So it's like a little bridge between them, I guess. Yeah. So on October 23rd, this past Sunday, Jodie Whittaker, the thirteenth Doctor, regenerated into David Tennant. Wild. Mm-hmm. That's Why? never happened before. Like. That's never happened before. Um, it's very exciting. And because and why is it exciting? Because it is David Tennant is definitely the most popular doctor aside from maybe yeah. Tom Baker. Um, but you if we're talking respect on Matt Smith's name, okay. I Matt Smith is my favorite doctor, okay? Like I will stand until the day I die. But um Tennant is the one that was responsible or was at the helm when who was really exploding in the States and therefore was responsible for it getting more popular. Um, so there's that. And also Kat- Catherine Tate is coming back, which is very exciting. Um, Russell T Davies is um, going to be coming back. There's lots of really cool stuff in store for the Dr. Who universe. So what does it the- say from like the business standpoint? Like they don't, that means they're struggling. It seems that way, like wise- they don't trust him to just like be able to launch his own series or whatever. So they no. don't have like this little promo for it. No, they got, they got to get, they got to get David Tennant back. Well, I think viewership was down with Jody. Well, it was down with Capaldi as well. Um, okay. So, I don't know. Maybe I hope this works. Me too. Me too. Because I do love Doctor Who. I have not caught up on it. I am guilty of the same things. But here we are. Um, two more little bits of news here. Um, we're going to say, I'll save the Disney Plus one for last. Um, there's some Italian, Italian uh, genre news, Dylan. Um, legendary Italian movie studio Titanus or Titanus um, has been rebooted 
Now, if you don't know, which I'm sure you don't, as I didn't either. Um, they did Malignant, right? Uh, mm, no, I think you're thinking of um, somebody else, maybe. Warner Brothers. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Um, they were founded in 2000, I'm sorry, 1904. Um, so they were a true Italian major distributor. In the 1960s, they had a partnership with MGM. They produced some of the biggest Italian movies of all time. Um, but they are getting a reboot. Uh, they are coming back. Uh, and the first thing that they're doing is a sequel to the Dario Argento film Phenomena, which is a wild thing to do. It's starring that's a movie starring um, Jennifer Connelly, which is really good. Um, if you've never seen Phenomena, I highly recommend that. So I have it. Um, I just let Monica borrow it and she it really enjoyed it. Um, Interesting. But it's, it's weird. Like that. I, I can't think of a modern equivalent of an American equivalent, I should say, of like. A, like what's the is there like a really big dead studio uh like that we could just get resurrected and go hey look we're back you know it's it's a weird thing because like it's not the same Fox. people oh true it's just that they're just using the name so like i don't i don't know really the, the to me the key part of the story is that phenomena is getting a sequel which is very exciting and everybody should go watch phenomena um my my number one news story of the week was actually tease we were going to tease it last week but we ended up cutting it short because we had a lot to get to with halloween and she hulk um so triple a the largest lucha libre um wrestling organization in mexico um also they are one of the top five in the world in terms of popularity and dollars um had their triple mania show which is um, a series of shows they run throughout the year and it's like their big events that if you're going to watch anything yeah that's what you're watching for for triple a um, and at Triple Mania, they announced a new show, uh, a Lucha Libre show called uh, El Origin de la Mascara, uh, which translates to the origin of the mask, uh, where you will, quote, discover the untold secrets of the fight between heels and faces um, inspired by Marvel heroes. So you have a Marvel Luchador show, and a lot of the designs appear to be based on those Marvel Luchador pops, if you remember those. Um from a year or two ago, whenever those came out. Um, so the first video that came out was just like a fan shot footage of them showing this thing at triple mania, which is super cool. And now there's a full trailer that you can go take a look at. Um, the it's coming out in Mexico in mid December of this year. We don't have, we don't know if, and when it's coming out in other markets, but I can assume that if it's on Amer- um American YouTube, it's probably going to show up at some point. I um, hope so. I'd watch it. So it. It looks really fun. Trailer looks really cool. I mean, we don't really know much about it other than there's characters based on Spider-Man, Captain America, Venom, Thanos, whatever. Um, and, you know, they're wearing the luchador masks, but they're all styled to look like these characters. Um to me, what this looks like is Lucha Underground, which is a show that was on the El Rey network um, and then moved to Netflix. And Lucha Underground was a show that had reg- regular, normal, straight up wrestling matches like you would see in any other wrestling thing, but also had backstage segments that were kind of wacky or supernatural or just really off the wall. And very like it was, it was like mixing professional wrestling with a telenovela. Um, and it is great. I mm. love Lucha Underground, and to me, this gives me a lot of those kind of vibes. But um, Dylan and I were talking about it before, and 
how cool would it be if they did this like on a tour you know like if you could go see, love that like like disney on ice type of everything but go see <laughs> triple need to do it origin of the mask i yes. would i would pop so hard to go see whoever i, I don't care estrellas cosmicas definitely gotta see yes. captain marvel uh-huh. but um anyway go look at the trailer it's pretty cool it's really long for what it is it's three three minutes 15 seconds you can skip a minute in and get right into the lucha action um but anyway that's all i've got this week let's hear about these tabletop events now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of july all exact dates and formats can be found on our discord server Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and signups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at our Katy and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we are going to talk about Black Adam. Uh, fully disclosing spoilers. Do not worry. You've made it to the spoiler point. This is it. Spoiler warning. And there aren't many, though. So, I mean, post credits will be spoiled. I mean, but yeah. other than that, I but you know about that. Other than that, I can't really think of much to spoil from this movie that would actually ruin the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, there you, you have been warned. Everything will be discussed. Even the post credits was like posted about by the person who's I mean, in it. Oh, today, really? So, okay, yeah. Like well, about... there we go. All right, we're starting now, right? Yeah. The we'll spoilers. Start... Spoilers. Okay. Yeah. 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 Henry Gavel did like a big review, like a I'm back post today. Basically, he's like nice. more to come. Basically, so hmm. okay. it's no well, secret anymore. We'll talk about that scene at the end or when we're done yeah. with the main story because I have some questions. Cool. I don't have answers. Hmm. His face okay. looked weird. <laughs> it it looked okay. We'll talk about it now. It looked like they did the, the the CG thing again to me. His face looked his, his bottom half. His face looked. Uh, I didn't notice that, altered. but he was like kind of dark and like in, right. He's in shadows from smoke. So I don't know. I could just be completely tripping, but anyway, your your confirmation bias being like he's gonna look terrible, and then he shows up, and you're like something's up. Yeah, sus, sus. All right, Dylan, take us through it. Okay, so well, let's just start with our initial reactions. What were okay initial? What were your um, expectations and initial reactions? Same. Okay, well, so I'm a little different because I saw it today on Monday. You saw it this past week. So before you saw it, and some other people, I very super low, super low. Um. I think that's most people. However, when you told me, hey, it wasn't too bad, 
Mm-hmm. I'm 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 excited. Like, hey, you know what? It's not going to be too bad. I was not. Maybe looking I should have said it. that. No, I'm glad you did because I was really dreading seeing it initially. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh god, I got to see this movie. It's going to be terrible. It's got The Rock, and I love The Rock, but come on, um, was sort of where I was at. But I I had a good time. Yeah, my ditto everything that you said. Right. I didn't know what to expect. Like a little bit. Like I had a little bit less because I went to the pre screening. So. I wasn't sure, but um, I had a a decent time, and everyone there was seemed like they really enjoyed it. You know, it was the Black Adam fans of Houston. You know, so like, of course, they're gonna enjoy it. You know, um, the DC you, fans. And you, did you only see it that one time, or did you go a second time? Yeah, I only saw it the one time. Okay, um, only Marvel gets the, the twice in the same week. I rarely, do, I haven't done that with Marvel in a long time either. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's too many. You know, that's true. Like you could do it twice in a week when there's like one Marvel movie a year, but now it's like I got Ant-Man and Wasp, I got Wakanda Forever. Like yeah, I can't be, I can't be that. using all my. I would go to the, I would see a Marvel movie like eight times a year if I went twice now. You know, so that's true. Gotta I, adjust. I, I respect that. Anyway, um, yeah, I thought the same thing. Um, I think if you're wanting to go into this movie, uh, I think it maybe benefits a little bit from a theater watch because it's like basically all spectacle it's like junk food it's fast and the furious but dc um it's like a live action cartoon would you agree with all that it's like oh oh, absolutely this is um definitely benefits from a theater watch um i i i assume because i have not seen it at home obviously but um i think it would definitely lose a lot on the small screen it's it's a block i could see that yeah, it's Fast and Furious. Right. Like, I think that's like a really... Those movies can still be fun at home, but it's just a different type of fun in person. Yeah. Especially like... when you're in, you know, in Dolby and the projector is still on and the black is different, you know? And you got the sound you could feel. Yeah. That was a direct... Dazzling images on a yeah, silver thanks. screen. Thank, I'm glad you... Yeah. Thank you. Because here you um, are. Um Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, um okay, yes. we'll get to we'll get to the rock, but we'll start with the JSA members. We okay. had Aldous Hodges Hawkman, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone, and Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher. Can we say Black Adam? <laughs> Why are there two Adams in the same movie? Anyway, it's terrible. Um, I, hate that. I thought I was most excited for them because I don't care at all about Black Adam. Same. But like they were cool. Their powers were were like well realized, but we spent no time with them other than like in action scenes. So it was hard right. to care about any of them, in my opinion. Yeah, there was. I think I was supposed to care about the relationship between Hawkman and Fate a lot, um, because those are the only two that had any real history with each other. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Adam Smasher and Cyclone talked on. They the had book. a little something, I guess. I kind of like their I've, interactions a little bit. They were they had good chemistry. I I didn't love Noah Centineo though. I didn't love him in this movie. He's a divisive actor. Okay, is this your first well, experience with Noah I th- Centineo? I think so. And is it is it? I, I I don't know if I'm parroting anything, but like to me, it seems like he's doing a Mark Ruffalo impression. Yes, that's okay. Oh, is it? Is that is he that looks the... he looks like Mark Ruffalo kind of, and he kind of talks like him. I think. Yeah, I don't think it's a bit. Cause he's always done that. Like even since like 
being a teenage like in like the teen movies you know okay um i think that's just how he acts but that's definitely a thing that okay the internet so is I, aware okay of. I, okay excellent <laughs> i was like okay that i'm not i'm not just imagining things um and i also just didn't like the character as much black adam was to me uh, i'm sorry adam smasher was the <laughs> i see now i'm doing it was my least favorite of the four jsa's um yeah because he first of all he looked like deadpool he yes the mask. reskin deadpool and then it was like deadpool meets ant-man and and uh i feel like that can be like also applied to every other jsa member you know like dr fate i know let's get out of the way i know dr fate came before dr strange in the comics you know however he didn't in the films and that's what no arguing that and then yeah but i think they could have like attempted to give him his own flavor but like all the powers were Doctor Strange things, not Doctor Fate things. Yeah, you know when he mean? came out with the shadow clones or whatever, you know, the clones and the mirror dimension stuff, and like the jutsus, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's Naruto. Um, um, yeah, all that was very. It did feel a lot like Doctor Strange Light. Yes. Um, um, Diet Strange, and yeah, I mean, and I I enjoyed Pierce Brosnan in that role. Um, Although he was, cool. he was fine, he, although he did he he mispron or he pronounced the crown of Sabak two different ways throughout the movie, hmm. uh, which says to me that he didn't care too much. That, that that's me re- reading into it, but like he, he, half the time, I'd say seventy five percent of the time, he would say the crown of Sabak, like everybody else said. But there were a couple of instances, I think twice, where he said crown of Sabak. Interesting, and and that just uh, I don't know why that's something I caught on to that just drove me nuts. That's especially annoying because there was so much ADR in this movie. I, why didn't they? Oh fix my that god, also, dude, you know? so much. Yeah, you. It was rare to see yeah. a mouth moving that the, was talking. The worst ADR, and I think I don't even know if it was ADR because you did see his mouth move. But when the Rock was speaking in the foreign language, boy, that just. It did not sound like The Rock one, and B, I don't know. It just, it just, it looked real bad to me. I hated that. But um, yeah, that was weird. I think that like was also weird because just knowing who The Rock is like hurts it a little bit because he's clearly in like a Middle Eastern inspired country, um, right? And then like the actors that are surrounding him are all Middle Eastern as well, and then and he's. Yeah, he kind of sticks out to me as like a poser a little bit. I know he's an actor; that's what acting is. But like it, it like broke it, like shattered the illusion a little bit for me. You know, for sure. Yeah, um, if may, I mean, like he could he could fit in there, but like I know who he is. I yeah. know he's an American Samoan. You know, <laughs> it just it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't mesh. But um, I could see why people would be upset after. You know, Moon Knight and this, it's like some representation would be cool, you know. Right. Yeah, no kidding. That that isn't a villain, right? Yeah, well that too. Yeah. Right. Um, um I, I for... like oh go ahead. No, go on. Go um, JSA. So I had something with JSA, um, with Quintessa Swindell. I thought she was great. I like the character Cyclone a lot. My only complaint related to Cyclone is I felt like it's also a bigger complaint with the fight scenes in general is there's way too much slow-mo and on mm-hmm. her specifically, every slow-mo thing looked like an art germ cover. 
it just like it looked like they were really shooting for like it was a glam shot yeah time. like a beauty shot or something it's like <sighs> it was really pretty though i thought it was it was it was very pretty it was very well done the first time the first time they did it i liked it a lot uh and then i'm like oh my god this just looks like archerm covers over and over again that that's what stuck in my mind was archerm because of the colors and the poses but um the person I was with kind of ruined it for me, ruined Cyclone a little bit, because I think she's supposed to be like gracefully like dancing around the battlefield, you know? Mm-hmm. She like flies, but kind of like wind flies, you know? Yeah. But the person I was with said like, why is she always just falling? Like, she's just kind of like flailing through the air and just like yeah. spinning around. It looks like she's just kind of tumbling a little bit. So she's but... falling with style, the Buzz Lightyear way? Yeah, but it was slow-mo, like smoky falling, so it looked cool, oh, okay. you know? Um, <laughs> That's funny. And what 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 do you feel about Hawkman? I liked Hawkman actually. I thought I thought okay. So well, oh okay. I like the presentation of Hawkman. Um, I liked uh, Aldous Hodges or Hodge as Hawkman. I thought he was good. I just feel like there was no story for Hawkman. <laughs> I feel like he was just. I I felt like he was Rick Flag in Suicide Squad. It's like, what are you here for other than to be? Yeah, wrangling everybody. Like I don't know anything little, about like you. they cyclopsed him a little bit you know yeah I, I i don't know anything about this iteration of hawkman right like i don't that yeah you know like i mean same with fate too honestly like you know very little about any of these people we get um, a quick look at their x-mansion when their jet right. that they come out of um and then that was it it was like we moved on very quickly and it was like right. well, it was our first mission which I thought was weird too. So I was like, there's two JSA members. What happened? <laughs> right. You know, I, I do like the Amanda Waller connective tissue though. I think that's good. I, Cause they, they really lucked into, uh, she is a great, uh, Amanda Waller, Viola Davis. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're lucky that she's such a team player and willing to do these things, you know? Yeah. No kidding. And peacemaker too. the TV show is like always a video chat. So she'll Skype in. Right. But like it, she does steal the scenes even like Amanda virtually. Waller sends her regards. <laughs> that was my favorite line. Yeah, they didn't want to pay her for it to be in person in that scene. Right. So they were like, let's do the peacemaker lady. I can't remember her name. Off I don't know. So has an sure. H in it. Some um but Black Adam himself. Okay, so the rock. Um it, first the- of all, is it dismissive to call him the rock? No. Okay. Cause I mean he's the rock on Twitter, right? Like, I mean, so I'm not too sure. worried about it. Like I know you know it's about power um i i thought he was fine i i don't think he was great i don't think he was poor um this is i think the the most he has had to be responsible for a movie i might be mistaken i mean i know he's in starring in hobbs and shaw but i feel like I feel like everything I else. I feel like that movie is, you know, everything else happening around them. Um, but so you I think, think he did more heavy lifting here than like skyscraper. Well, and well he was he like was that. assigned more heavy lifting. Whether he was able to get it done is a whole nother thing. Um, I I think he did it fine. Um, I think he was good enough that. Yeah, he's fine. I thought I thought he was good enough throughout the movie, like just being his normal charismatic self, you know. Mm-hmm. But like. He did just have a lot of exposition, like especially in all well, the flashbacks, you know. Well, that's not his fault. No, that that part isn't his fault. But I was wondering, like, why it didn't like have any emotional resonance. And I don't think it was a script. But I don't. I think maybe he's not able to sell 
like anguish or you know um like right maybe grief not um i think maybe that's on him a little bit because i think i'm pretty sure easy to win over in that and i didn't i felt nothing yeah i i also see going off of that and moving on to the script i think the one of the weakest parts of the movie is the script i really the dialogue to me is like very bad uh to me there was lots of Mm -hmm. way too much exposition the first 10 minutes of the movie is an exposition dump um yeah which i also was my only complaint with black panther but but that was like at least visually exciting to look at the first black panther movie with the exposition dump at the beginning like because i hate that in movies generally like okay yeah. here's where we're at here's the characters here's like uh, just well black panthers was like very a minute right it was like very short this right. was this like a felt a like that time. but like it was like at least five minutes if not more mm -hmm. Um, and well, there was a lot of just exposition based dialogue, which is the worst. And there was a lot of like cringy borderline, like edgelord type dialogue. Like I'm so cool type dialogue, you know, tell them the man in black sent you. I mean, that's funny because it was the bit with the kid. Yeah. Like, but like, I don't know. I felt I feel the same way, and I I think it like had a little bit of a slow start for that reason too, like the first couple minutes. Mm -hmm. But then after that, it was such like breakneck speed. It felt like yeah, they were it really. It felt like they were really afraid of boring us. Like they're yes. gonna get bored. Like do something, you know, like an accident or like you know something. Something like that. needs to blow there was, up. There was no time to breathe. There was no like um, impact because we're always like jumping immediately to the next thing. I'm annoyed at Doctor Fate for stealing my line. Um, I three quarters of the way through the movie and I was getting so annoyed with black Adam just going through walls when they were just, just like mm -hmm. crashing through walls. And he's like, have you never heard of doors? And Cause I was, I was like, why is he just destroying all this property? Can he just go through a door? Why is he being so difficult? Um, or funny for, yeah. Right. There, there was some weird humor bits in this movie that didn't work for me either. Um, I, I saw the effort. A little too they, much. I yeah, thought. right. I, I, I saw I saw the the stamp of him trying, um, <laughs> which is too much. That's the one thing I feel like you really don't want when you're trying right. to be funny, though. You know. Um, I also didn't like. I feel like we're dumping on it, and I didn't hate this movie, but like, um, I didn't like a lot. I said it earlier. A lot of the fight choreography, that just the 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 constant slow mo was just too much. It was giving three hundred. It was giving the Quicksilver sequence from the X-Men movies. They did their yeah. own Quicksilver thing. Um, everything, every action scene was a ripoff of something else. It was right. 300. It was the Zack Snyder movies. It was Quicksilver. It was Giant Man. It was, you know, like, right. it seems like they just had a very specific uh, inspiration for every single set piece. And I felt that I was really annoyed by that. Um, another thing I didn't like was... Um... They had a couple of really too spot on music cues that I just couldn't get behind. Paint it black. The two that I'm thinking of specifically are Paint It Black uh, by the Rolling Stones when he gets but his he's powers. Black Adam. I, I'm Do sorry. You get it? No, I don't understand. And oh, the second okay. one is the Kanye West song, uh, Power. Because no one man should have all that power as he's doing his like d doing all the power stuff. I'm like, oh my God, this is. I'm cringing out of my socks. Like, I was a little surprised, Michael, that they left that in. Like, oh, sure. Given what's going on with him right now, that seems like a very interesting. I haven't seen any backlash for it, but like, 
everyone you know it's an older analog, analog so maybe that's people. why i don't know yeah maybe that's it but i was that that stuck out to me too but i agree well, oh not not, if, not for i didn't i didn't hate it for the kanye reasons specifically i hated it for just i agree though. it's yeah. so annoyingly on the nose like it just um, felt like they're going for guardians you know right. another oh, inspiration <laughs> You know what? Before before we wrap up, I want to do say the things that I did like. I I enjoyed the movie. I thought it. I thought the the story was good. Uh, I thought a lot of the dialogue and exposition was bad, but I enjoyed the the quest. I enjoyed um, Black Adam having a little bit of a character arc. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the kid. Um, I I had a good time watching this movie. Um, I, yeah, I liked the end where that sounds like a punchline but it's not i like the end where like he sat on the throne i was like oh god here we go and then he like i like that he destroyed it yeah that was like a good choice you know um i wasn't Uh, expecting that that surprised me and as far as like just my overall enjoyment of the movie i think i'm like a big like believer of like Judging movies on at like face value is it successful for what they're trying to do, you know? Because it's right. like Lady Bird doesn't have the best action, you know. So it's like you can you can have a different barometer for each movie, and I think this one achieved what it was trying to do, which was to be a fun popcorn flick, you know. So right. that's why I enjoyed it because it was successful in that way. Yeah. Um. It even though it was shot a little bit like a music video at times. Um. But, but one that's fun to look at, kind of like yeah, the Suicide Squad trailer, I, you know. I had I had fun with this movie. I I would say this is my the best DC movie I've seen, um, in a while. The, the incontinuity DC movies, not counting uh, Matt Reeves' The Batman, which I liked. How does it um, stack up against the Suicide Squad? Uh, it's better. I would watch mm-hmm. this again before that. I have to think about that. I mean, not today. Like if I had to watch one, if I had to pick one today, I would have watched the Suicide Squad because I just saw Black Adam and I'm good for right now. But like if if you catch me in a year, I'd probably rather watch Black Adam. Um, I don't think I agree. Really? Let's fight about it. Okay. No, I don't know. You're so wrong, Dylan. Um, I think at this point they're so thinly written that you just got to go with actors, and I'm gonna take true. Idris, Margot Robbie, and John Cena over The Rock. I think. True. I, I, I get know. that. You know what? What? Um. Again. So speaking to performances over dialogue and story i really enjoyed the final scene between hawkman and dr fate i thought both actors did that very well and i could feel that there was an emotion there the 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 they i was never given that story about why they're friends and why hawkman's going to be really sad that his friend is dying you know but like the actors did a good job and i i bought it i liked it and i liked i liked the plot point of of fate going to break black adam out of prison or essentially i i thought that was good you know what this is like this is like if there had never been a marvel movie before captain america civil war and like all those avengers are just like fighting and then that's it you know right if you had never met them before it feels kind of like that it does it does oh cool that robot guy is like he has a laser cool you know (laughs) oh neat yeah um, but let's 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 uh, score this movie. So I walked out of it initially thinking I was going to give it a two or a two five. Um, remember, we use the letterboxed scale, which is one to five or point five to five, I guess. Um, but as I gave Halloween a two last week, 
I don't think I could in good. And I enjoyed this more than Halloween, which really pains me to say as a big Halloween fan, uh, that I enjoyed DC's black Adam more than Halloween ends. Um, I gave it a three. I also gave it a three very annoyingly. I know. I'm sorry. But we're going to, we're going to pick a movie soon to that. Dylan, and I will just completely, you know, we don't talk about it before we do this. No, we don't. Every once in a while we like discuss our reactions, but we don't give scores, you know, like, no, I never. feel like people might think we really influence each other, but I told we don't even Dylan, go together anymore. I told Dylan my letterbox score um, between the two commercial, between this commercial break, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, and, and I didn't even ask his, I just told him mine. Um, Cause we're going to fight over a movie sometime this year. <laughs> there's not much year left, Dylan. You're going to hate, you're going to hate Wakanda forever. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe you'll hate uh, Avatar too. It's possible. I might. I might. I also might. We'll see. Oh, man. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. This is Dylan. Bye, everyone. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.